weekend. It is time to bring in my interview guest this morning from BCI Construction. He is the business development manager, and that is Chris uh, Schellinger. Am I saying that right, Chris? That's pretty close. <laughs> you, you'll go with it. We'll just call you Chris anyway. <laughs> so, so Chris, BCI Construction, I will mention uh, folks have been hearing that name this morning and throughout the, the past week or so. We've been talking about the brand new business here in Mora, but you guys are our sponsor for our Ticket Week giveaway right now. So if folks text in BCI Construction, they have a chance at a couple passes to go to Chanhassen Dinner Theater. So see how we tied that all together, Chris? pretty slick. <laughs> it's all about marketing, my friend. Listen, again, last week, I know you guys had an open house. We'll talk about that. But Chris, give us a little background about yourself and, you know, how you uh, ended up being the business development manager. Sure. Well, I, I came from uh, Cathedral High School in St. Cloud previously. I was a director of advancement there and was involved in the design fundraising and uh, and ultimately build of the first new building in 52 years and BCI construction interviewed for that job but did not get it but mm-hmm. I became I was so impressed with them uh, and got to know Ryan Cross the president and CEO and some of the other team members and really really liked what I heard and what I saw and so I ended up joining that team a little over a year ago and I can say that they are everything that I expected them to be in terms of their commitment to their team members, the communities they serve, and uh, just very impressive. Uh, we have a tagline that probably has become our mission, which is ultimately our goal is to build something greater than ourselves, and I see that every day. So that's what led me to BCI Construction. I have a, I have a sales marketing building background, so it seemed like a good fit, and just very happy to be there. Now, so they have an initial location, and it sounds like it's in St. Cloud. Is that right? Yeah, our headquarters, our office is in Soccer Rapids. Okay. And in talking to one of your local businessmen there this winter, let him know that we were going to be opening a Mora office. And, and he said, you know, Chris, I got I to gotta ask. I said, I don't, I don't quite understand that. You're, you're opening another office less than an hour from your headquarters. And I explained that that does seem odd, and I don't know many companies that would do that. But here's why we do that. One, we, we want to grow in Mora in East Central Minnesota. We want to have a bigger footprint there. Um, we decided to open that office and more to build around a couple of key employees. And here's the biggest reason is we, we want to be in the communities that we serve. We want to support them. We want to sponsor the activities in the organizations. And then just as importantly, we want to make sure that our team members, particularly our field staff, because we have a lot of employees out in the field, self-performing superintendents, we want to make sure that they're home every night. And so that necessitates that we put out these branch offices. Now, this is only our second, but we do have plans to open some others in the future. Um, If we look at a project that's further away that would require an overnight stay, we have an opportunity to do that. We first talk to team members and find out, is anybody interested in doing this? Do they want to do that? Uh, An example right now is we are building uh, the new liquor store in War Road, Minnesota, which certainly is not an overnight, you know, that's not, you're not going to drive there every day. Mm -hmm. But we had a superintendent with a cabin up there, a uh, project manager that was from that town, and so they said, yeah, we'll do that. But that's an exception. Generally, we're making sure that uh, our folks are home every night. And that's such a key. In fact, uh, Chris and I were talking off the air that 
I think businesses are really trying to reinvent uh, kind of how they do business. For years, we've heard of construction and you're gone and just what you were talking about, away from home, extended periods, that still happens depending on the projects, I'm sure. But you are trying to changing that business model and that mindset to really not only keep these great, wonderful employees you have, but retain them for the long term because they can go home every night for the most part. That really makes a difference. It, it has made a difference. I think our, our retention rate is great. Um, it's why people come to BCI, and it's why they stay. We've got a, one of our most tenured team members actually lives in Mora now and uh, was responsible for, frankly, most of what we were able to do with that building, our new office, and he's been with the company for 23 or 24 years, I think. Awesome. And just to highlight for someone listening today not as familiar with Mora as, as I am, for example, 23, uh, as you're heading toward Hinkley, that's always the way I say it, because I'm, I'm logistically challenged north, south, east, and west, so I have to give direction. Oh, if you're going towards Hinkley, um, it's it's right on the south side there. And it was the former Gorham Owen building, and it's beautiful. I've watched the reinvention of that space. I haven't, I'm sorry I missed the open house last week, but it's beautiful on the outside. I'd love to get a chance to come in and see what it's all about. And how have you reconfigured? What have you done there, Chris, in that build? Well, it's it. You're right. I mean, it's it's really some gorgeous space. Uh, and, and I just invite people to stop by anytime if it's open. Stop in, say hello. Um, Raquel Stamper, who, who is working there, she's. Uh, I, I'm finding that I think everyone in Mora knows Raquel, <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> So she's happy to say hello, and Brian Banker's uh, long, lifelong Mora resident mm-hmm. uh, is often there. But we uh, pretty much complete redo, interior, exterior. We've got two floors, obviously, in that building, and we mostly have the first floor in terms of offices and space. There's one other tenant down there. And then the second floor, uh, we have another tenant. But those are suites that are available for lease, and we're working okay. through uh, – Carrie Gibbs out of, out of Cambridge. She's listing that property. Um, I can never remember or no, remember how to pronounce the previous building owner, so I always just say it's across from the beer club, and then everybody <laughs> knows where it is. Yes, it's Gorham Owen, I believe is how you say it. We'll go with that. And and I could be yeah. wrong, too. But, yes, going across from Beer Club, you are absolutely right. And the space has been there for a number of years, obviously. And you've been able to make it in this whole new space. It's beautiful. And it's providing a wonderful business right here in our backyard. So we really appreciate that. So talk a little bit specifically about what I, I've got a little bit of a feel. But you mainly do commercial builds. Am I correct on that, Chris? Yeah, it's safe to say that that's exclusively nearly exclusively what we do. There are some residential-like projects that we have and do do, but those are pretty unique, and there's usually some connection to a current business owner or organization that we're working with. But safe to say, commercial construction, we serve in the roles of general contractor, construction manager, um, design build, which uh, we prefer. We think that's almost always the best option for most people, um, private builds. So those are the three areas that we work within. We do a lot of work with healthcare facilities, educational schools. We've worked with a lot of school districts, um, any, many, many varieties of private builds, tenant improvements, and not all big projects. I mean, we will, we believe uh, seeing the big and the small. And so we'd love to have opportunities to grow with organizations. So we'll do $10,000 tenant improvements, which in our world is very, very small, but for that, 
business owner, that's a big deal. That might be the first big spend they have. And, and we take that very seriously. And then all the way up to, we just had a ribbon cutting Tuesday night on a $26 million elementary school in St. Paul that, wow. uh, that we were uh, responsible for. So it, we we rarely say no on the front end. We we like to learn, understand what the goals are, and, and see if it's a good fit. And that's really key. We want to make sure it's a fit. We're increasingly trying to you know seek alignment with the clients that we work with in terms of uh, what they're wanting, you know, our values, uh, as we do with our with our team members too. And I would assume, you know, especially with some of these builds, it definitely goes out for bid. It kind of depends on, I'm thinking schools, when you mentioned schools. I know that's a whole process. They have to put it out there for everybody. Mm-hmm. And that alone is such a process because you go through so much to get those numbers. And with our current world, especially the last couple of years with changing prices for things and accessibility to what you need, that had to have put a little bit of a monkey wrench into that process, I would think. Yeah, it's been it's been very challenging with uh, rising costs, challenging lead times. The process of what we call value engineering has been more important than ever to find out not just are there other ways to get what you want from a cost perspective, maybe spending less money, but to look at lead times as well. There mm-hmm. might be there's different there's many different ways often to build the same building, and if we can look at those different ways to accomplish that we can both save money or meet budget frankly has been the biggest challenge and get it done on time which can be very challenging an example of that was um, the new stadium blattner blattner stadium in recorey we built that in 2021 and that project should have taken nine months and we were able to from groundbreaking to the first game uh, was 104 days wow and that's, it's, it's almost un- inconceivable that that could happen. But that's what can happen when you really sit down, have that level of trust and conversation, and get all the partners at the table. Um, it's incredible what you can accomplish. And I know, as you say, schools, sometimes it's just really hard to be able to accomplish that because there are so many boxes you have to check and steps mm-hmm. you have to take. But when you can choose a partner based on trust, relationship, that they understand what you're trying to do, the values and the alignment, you'll, you'll, you'll get the outcome you're looking for. Um, I know that a lot of people can't look beyond price, and we make decisions based upon that, but there are just as many stories of that not really turning out in the end. Sure. It's just, it's, it is such a process, that's, and that's a word. And the expertise piece of it that you guys can bring that's what I think someone is especially looking for. And do you do mainly uh, all your work in the state of Minnesota, or do you branch out around, you know, more like a five-state area, or how does that work, Chris? I'm not aware of any project that we've done outside of the state of Minnesota. Again, I'd say 98% of our projects um, are close enough to, uh, is currently Sock Rapids, uh, and where our employees live that they can be home at night. Right, right, what we talked about. Yep, might be an hour drive, hour and a half at the most, um, but that's that's really the limits. And I would think too, though, just what you talked about, you know, if you think on a big scale and you continue to guys to have this business model, get all these good people on board. As you do that, I mean, you could go and build some, you know, have another uh, office wherever, and you never know; those possibilities could start to branch into even uh, neighboring states. I would think. I'm thinking big for you there, Chris. 
<laughs> well, we, we yeah, appreciate that. I mean, we did just re- meet recently, did some strategic planning, and, and our long-term plan has us uh, more than doubling in size uh, in the next uh, five to ten years. So that's that's something that's conceivable. Um, you know, we we want to grow. We want to make sure that we're providing opportunities for the for the team members that are with us and in the communities that we're in, we want to be able to continue to give back. When when this current ownership group bought the company five years ago, they made a commitment to give back 10% of net income back into the community. And so far, we're tracking about 12% of net income rolled back into the community. That's a very important part of, of who we are and what we do. And I, I, I saw that before I joined the company. And now since I've been here, I... I I see it every day. It's real. Uh, it's it's a very important part of our uh, mission and, and who we are. And being in the community, that is the key. And I know I have just a sheet here that mentions some of the many things you're doing. So you have, uh, you're a sponsor of the Mora Area uh, Youth Recreation Association, so Mayra. Um, you're also mm-hmm. involved with lots of nonprofits, uh, the Great Theater, Habitat for Humanity, uh, Great River Children's Museum. I mean, you're doing a lot of stuff, and that means so much to people in the community when a business of your size comes in and is willing to help. I mean, that, that is another piece of the pie, so to speak. Yeah, we want to be, we want to be very real, engaged, contributing members of the community. Um, another organization that is near and dear to our heart is Anna Marie's Alliance in St. Cloud. They provide support in many, many different ways to victims of domestic violence. And this is an important, this is an opportunity to give a plug as you'll see, our office uh, will be somewhat lit up in purple for the month of October. You'll see a, a purple light outside. And what that is is Domestic Violence Awareness Month. So if people see a purple light bulb at the BCI office wondering what, what's that all about, um, that's what it is. I love that. That's just great. Chris, I want to just pass along now. If someone's hearing this and maybe they're thinking of a build or they just want to find out more, best way, obviously, they could just stop in at the office, I'm thinking, but do you have... Website, tel- uh, telephone number, what's the best way to go? Yeah, stop by the office is always great. Happy to talk to you. Uh, you can find us online pretty easily, bsideconstruction.com. And, um, yeah, we'll we'll pop up uh, pretty near the top of your search. Uh, if we don't, let us know because that's supposed to be happening. So okay. <laughs> we, we shouldn't be hard to find. And uh, I guess the other way is if that doesn't work, they can call you Robin and then you can give them my number. I'd be happy to do that, Chris. Absolutely. And again, 841 Forest Avenue East in Mora, the new location there at the old Gorham Owen building. And Chris, I appreciate your time so much today. And I, I look forward to getting together with you in the future as things go forward. I'd love to chat with you again. That'd be great. Thanks so much, Rob. All right. Thank you. Have a great day, sir.